welcome back to the second episode of our Parenting in Lockdown podcast. I'm Emily and this episode is a discussion focusing on school and education, the challenges of homeschooling and also adjusting to going back to school. We hope you enjoy it and find it helpful and look out for our final episode coming soon. Uh, So I wondered if you could just share how you've adjusted to schools being shut, um, children being at home and having to homeschool and how that whole experience has been. I have to say in the beginning, I really, I did struggle with the whole being a teacher to our younger one who's still in primary, the older two are at secondary and a bit more manageable, they manage themselves, though we still have to do some policing. But in the beginning, I felt obviously, so I work part-time as a teacher and Paul works as a teacher full-time. And it was like, in the beginning, it was like, okay, now I'm going to wear the teacher hat. And it felt, there was a real, you know, those two roles really jarred for me being a mother and being a teacher. And it felt really awkward. And my son would be like, why do you look like that? Why can't you look happier when you teach me? Or my teacher doesn't sneeze like that. I think think he said, why do you look so bored, mommy? Why do you look so bored? Or my teacher doesn't go, the best was my teacher doesn't go on her phone in class. You know, and it was really, and and it was just like, it was just like a bit, uh, 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 but now it just seems to have become a lot more organic so that we can both dip in and out of work, our own work that we need to do yeah. with the children. Yeah. And there's a kind of flow. I don't know what it's like with the younger ones, because I know I appreciate you guys are trying to work and balance from home. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with the boys, there's a, there's a real understanding of, okay, well, daddy will do maths and then I'll do art. And then mummy's got to finish her work. And then mm-hmm. one of us is upstairs and it's just, it's, it flows. <laughs> it flows quite nicely, don't you think? It, yeah, until today. Oh, Suddenly yeah. today, I missed a meeting, a school staff meeting oh, at wow. one o'clock. Oh, yeah. So, it, <laughs> yeah. Apart at 2.30, real... like staff at your house or like real no, a, Zoom, a Zoom meeting. Oh, and right, at 2.30, right. I suddenly realised yeah. and checked my phone and nobody had actually checked up on me anyway. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, either, yeah. so I checked, I checked it had happened. I sent a message and then no one replied. I thought, hang on a minute. Someone's not telling me something. Um, yeah, my ego didn't suffer, but someone then messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think our... Our schooling has gone the other way around. So I think when Lily, um, when we first went into lockdown, like she loves school, Mm. she loves writing, loves learning. And so probably the first six, seven weeks, I think it's probably only been the last couple actually, but so she was really like, she'd just choose to write in a little notebook because she could. And like the teachers were sending out stuff that was really easy to translate at home for us to work out what we're meant to be doing and all that sort of stuff. But probably in the last month, I think she's just hit that like, just what's the point? Well, what's even, the point? And we've been uploading yeah, stuff to yeah. the teacher to see and trying to show Lily when she gets a response and all this sort of stuff. Mm. But she has definitely lost that momentum. Yeah. And I think that's partly to do with her, because I guess at reception, so much of it is around still their play and their interaction mm. with mm, their friends. Yeah. And we just can't offer that in the same way. Yeah. Um, but also completely recognizing that like, so the way that we work it's one works in the morning one works in the afternoon and so the bit of the day you're not working you're with the kids and then ideally the person who's not with them at some point is doing some stuff with lily um but our work has kind of crept i think we've allowed it to creep more haven't we the last few weeks so then the problem is like am i going to make her sit and try and do phonics for 45 minutes or am i going to stick on an ipad and get some of my own works on i'm going to stick on an ipad um i think i think it's almost it's really difficult because there's been all this discussion about what is the age group that you don't need to mind too much about which is the crucial age group 
you know, the little ones, are they going to be okay? Or are they not okay? It's just, it's just such a minefield to, mm. to know, but this is what I don't understand. So I've heard about friends of mine now at church whose kids schools have rung them independently to say, we are opening the school. So it seems like some mm. schools are opening by a kind of case by case basis. So I don't, so we're all, we're all up, everything is up in the air. We don't know when our children are going back. It could be January, you know, as horrific as that sounds, mm. it could be January. That's why it's quite good, certainly for the younger, sorry, certainly with, with Pierce, the younger one, we've noticed the work that's been sent home has changed over the weeks, that it's, it's a bit more creative now, so that it's not just sitting down and writing and learning and doing some maths and some English and then, Mm. choose a bit of history or geography or Ari, whatever it is, there's a bit more creative mm. ideas. So like a selection of things to choose from yeah. and you just make sure you do three or four out of these possible 10 tasks. So that's been quite useful. And then the older two, like we said earlier, you know, teenagers or one just about to be a teenager join the other one, a bit more, you know, leaving them, they were able to get on, but that was been a good thing actually as well for them to plan um you know we try to explain to them they're doing something we never did and i don't know the first time i probably had to get organized in my own time in a big way was was yeah. getting ready for gcse's like in managing maybe a revision time whereas Marx is in year eight and he's kind of even though we've given a bit of structure he's still the one that's been managing you know they get the app with with all the homework on it and he's yeah. been managing that and it's been an issue a couple of times you know finding out that a deadline date actually had eight, <laughs> eight hours of work to be done for it rather than rather than just rock up the night before yeah, and do, yeah. so all those things are quite yeah. good learning learning processes I mean yeah they're having they're learning skills that you know that that we we never had to learn that the children before them wouldn't have had to learn they're learning to manage their own schooling hmm. and you know our older two they're learning to yeah. manage their time yeah. their work upload their work I mean this is this is this is massive you know for them Oh yeah, I'm year six and of course days yeah. a week. Um, she's really enjoyed, but it's made it harder for her to do her work at home the day she's at home. I think she's lost her motivation oh. to work. At home. Yeah, yeah. She's suddenly now got school and home. Yeah. Again. When she's expected to work at home, we have to share the crane but between her and her. <laughs> what sort of thing. Yeah. And the boys' I was just thinking, ability to work swings oh wildly. Oh yeah, doesn't it? So, uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of boys lying face down on the rug for half an hour in order to get their first sentence. In the morning. Uh, <laughs> I finished all of his work by eight minutes past nine this morning. It's impressive. Um, and he had technically done it all, but he'd done it all quite poorly. And so you're in that kind of difficult thing that, yeah, you have ticked all the boxes, but they're not very well. Yeah, and yeah. what are we going to do the rest of the day when I'm at work? <laughs> yeah. That's true you say that. What are we going to do the rest of the day? Because actually it's been easier in the school weeks where there's a routine of they have got some work that they should be doing than when it was uh, half-term recently or the Easter yeah. holidays. Yeah. Half-term was horrific yeah, in our they house. Very long don't, don't you think it's harder? It doesn't matter what age your kids are, we found even with having older ones, yeah. it was harder at half time yeah. because there was just no structure and they would just lie on their beds with their yeah. phones or mm. just... Yeah. The week after. Oh, of course we limited that. We didn't let them do oh, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only have a Bible app on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you asked a question just before Emily about if we're worried about um, yeah just kind say? of the impact on education and, or going back to school or yeah anything. and I was thinking that I wasn't really I don't really think about it too much just because all of the students mm. all of the kids whatever age are kind of all in the yeah. same boat yeah. but also not to worry not to worry how others are getting on you know we we may be doing really well or really badly but you probably know where you are yeah. and not to try and compare oh I've heard that so-and-so is doing that maybe yeah. we should do that well we could but we're okay mm -hmm. doing what we're doing and we could think about that we don't have to change just because someone else is doing something a different way yeah I don't know if any of you are on um parent whatsapp groups for your kids yeah. and their year groups we've got one for lilies and i just had to mute it near the start because i think in generally a very well-meaning way there was all this like look at this craft we've made <laughs> and look at this wonderful activity we've done and it just made me feel sick every time so i'm like i've just got to do 15 yeah. minutes of phonics and i'm really happy with that i have not created anything else that wasn't on the piece of paper that we got told <laughs> that we had to work to so i just can't handle it and it has died off over time but to begin with, I was really like, wow, these people are basically adopting the whole teacher thing all day, every level. day. And we don't have capacity for that. Like, we just yeah. didn't have capacity for that. And yeah. so kind of being able to say, okay, what's the basics that we'll do and just leave it at that and, and then be like, okay, that's fine. We're going to mm -hmm. be happy with that, despite yeah. what everyone else may be doing yeah. with their children. I think it's going to have quite a long-term impact overall. Yeah. Um, just the, the curriculum is, is very tightly packed mm -hmm. now. So actually, yeah. the things they're learning are things they need to learn now because next year they'll need them. You know, it's that kind of yeah. close um, time frame that they're working in. So actually, the, the yeah the the impact is not just going to be felt next year, but also in the years to come. Actually, the thing they should have learned in year four mm. that they really need to pass their Sats in year six they won't have, or the thing that they should have yes. been working on in year nine or ten that they'll need for their GCSEs isn't there because they weren't in school for six months or a year. Um, and that's going to be really interesting. I think they'll deal with it imminently. So like this, this year's year 10s presumably mm. will not more favourably when they get to year 11 GCSEs because mm. they do not have the time. But I don't know about year 7 and 8. Will they still benefit from that? Yeah. They still have the same learning. One thing that's crossed our mind is, you know, Lily is starting her schooling career. So she, you know, she moved from preschool, you know, it's just playing the whole time. And she struggled a little bit in reception because now she had to wear a uniform and, you know, it was carpet time. You know, it wasn't just do what you want to do because all she would do at preschool would go on the swing the whole day. Um, so she, there was a bit more structure. Uh, and, you know, we, we were a bit concerned about, you know, what will be some of that long-term impact of her wanting to engage in education. Mm. Um, I'm hope, hoping, you know, as she starts her schooling career, it won't have too much of an effect. Mm. But where there will be children out there that, you know, this, this could be the sort of make or break. This... Um, you know, those going... You, you guys going from year six to year seven, you know, Tom and Sarah, you know, what? Uh, I mean, there's usually in this half term, there'd be so much transition work going on. And yeah. We yeah. any of that, um, which is a real shame. And they're just missing out on so many kind of social side of the end of year six, like plays, trips, mm. and um, exactly. saying goodbye yeah. to your friends and moving on and yeah. moving to a whole new place. So there'll be kids that she just never sees again. And we weren't ready. Yeah. We went into lockdown, we knew it was a possibility, but we weren't ready to say goodbye back in March for mm. when we went. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's the yeah, there'll be a lot of kind of unfinished. It's like rites of passage gone, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say a lot of the opportunities that they would have had at school this year, they just won't get back. And yeah, I think in a way you do have to grieve that. Mm. 
there are yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Had his year four camping trip last week and you won't get to do that again you know yeah. and, it, mm. and i think you have to yeah. it. it's sad same same and i think that's where i think we've that's the easier thing about having younger kids yeah, so i true. think actually the yes. impact on on lily will mm. be shorter term yeah. so we're kind of expecting and part of our reason for so we'd initially said she wasn't going to go into back into reception this year um but after the screaming of the last two weeks we thought perhaps she just needs to be with people other than us um so we made our we changed our mind um but part of that is around actually we feel like she just literally needs to see the school mm. before september because even pre-lockdown she was already and we don't really know where it, it came from but she was already nervous about year one even though it's six months off and she kept saying it's going to be so much work and i think because she she is um I, I, like not i think that she knows this but she's the youngest in the year so she's a 31st of august baby and so she she is literally like the tiniest well she's not the tiniest but it, like mentally she is kind of the the youngest there and um and so she'd already got into pain it's going to be so much work and so i we're kind of prepared already for like september getting her into year one is likely you know perhaps it won't be but we are prepared for that's probably going to be a nightmare mm. because she hasn't had some of those transition things but once she's into year one mm. i'm not sure there'll be longer term impacts on her because of her age because of what she mm. isn't really missing out on because mm. i think that's so much more easily um more easy to catch up on than what you guys have got with your kids and like you say the bigger transitions and their greater awareness of what's going mm. on um whereas actually other than lily being like look there's there's some poorly people and we need to make sure we stay away from people for a while she kind of hasn't really asked any more questions than that um and so i think the short-term impact is likely for the longer one uh, for the younger ones but i can see that there could be like long-term impacts for you guys with the older Definitely. ones just in terms of how they process and what that looks like mm. other thing i was going to say around schooling that i found particularly frustrating has been this whole thing of having a child in one of the year groups that can go back mm. but should they or yeah. shouldn't they and because i feel like actually we're being asked to take a, a decision on the basis of a medical um mm. possibility yeah. but we're not doctors we're yeah. not medical we don't know like and and so no one's been willing government wise to be bold enough to say they absolutely you know should all go back and and we can confidently yeah. tell you yeah. why they should all go back um and then we've definitely the way our school um has handled it has been a fairly obvious community a set of communications yeah, around yeah. them really mm -hmm. not encouraging children to come back okay. um and then you throw into that mix we feel like we're just about managing between work and kids and and but you don't want that to be the driving force in like we're going to send you into school because it's going to make our lives so much easier which kind of isn't true in some ways because we've still got daniel at home because his nursery isn't open yet and all this sort of stuff but but that i found probably both frustrating and painful at times to be asked to make that decision um and feel like there's conflicting views coming into that and and again one of those things but like you were saying paul earlier about not comparing to other people knowing that like almost every other person you talk to has a different opinion on whether it's really safe or no they would never let their child go near a school because it's yeah. not safe at all yeah. and the next person go what's the problem i've got no problem You're like I, I just want yeah, someone to I tell know. me like it's just hard enough already i just want you to tell me and for me to feel confident in that um and i think i found that Do hard you know, i don't think I don't think there's a, a right or a wrong. Mm, I think mm. I've, in the beginning, I was like, no way, I'm not sending my kids to school. But now I've really changed. I've really changed the way I feel about things. 
and the new if Brexit. an opportunity came, I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would. Yeah. If an opportunity came yeah. now, yeah. I would. Before, yeah. perhaps a few weeks ago. That's what I mean. Things, yeah. the goalposts keep moving. Things keep changing. Yeah. Things that we said we yeah. would never do. Now yeah. the year one and the year six is going back. Yeah. Children aren't yeah. going. You know, it, things keep yeah, yeah. changing. That and I. Yeah. So maybe it will be. It will be okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What generally are like children's thoughts on going back or feelings about going back? Would you so Anya has been desperate to go back and is very proud of being back. And the boys are extremely jealous that they're not allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. So really? Yeah, there's, uh, I don't yeah. think they would, they wouldn't, they may just not be thinking about it, but they're not worried about going back at all. No. And even the experience of being in a classroom of only 10 without all the interesting things mm. that they normally have yeah. to put and hold. Um, she's enjoyed that experience of just yeah. being with her friends again hasn't she yeah, i think she has the school were quite good and like they provided a video beforehand like a walkthrough mm. school so they could right. see before they went back what had changed and it made me quite emotional she was quite matter of fact like no soft furnishings no toys nothing mm. <laughs> so weird yeah. i think with the year six it's um a lot easier than with the younger years going back maybe yeah how long she been back or how many days this is the second week um two days a week okay um basically the kids are going back into school like we all had it (laughs) no fun stuff no software machines Yeah, Lily's been mixed, hasn't she? So actually, we so we only had confirmation because we changed our mind last week about her going in and you have to give a week's notice. So we only had confirmation on Monday from the head that she could go in. And um, we'd kind of, because we knew that we were going to contact the head to say about her going in, we had already been told the way the school are doing it is they've divided the class in, well, it, it, there's basically two pods of 15. Okay. Um, and so we had been told that the first pod of 15, which was a Monday, Tuesday pod, was full and so she would then go into a Thursday Friday one and so that's when my heart broke a little bit because I knew that all her best friends were in that first pod Mm. so I was like have we missed the boat but it's like okay it's fine Mm. we'll just prepare and actually when we initially the conversation was saying to her so you'll be a Thursday Friday and I'm afraid you know this person this person won't be there and she was like that's okay I'll just see how it goes like oh bless you but then when the head emailed on Monday um she said actually somebody who had said they were going to go back had made the decision on Monday to not go back and so we stole the last place on oh, Monday Tuesday yes. um, so there's been these little video interactions between Lily and her little friend Tia who's going to be in on a Monday because oh. they just love each other get to be together um, so she's been really excited since we told her um, but at bath time tonight when she got out she said to me mummy I feel nervous um, course, and I said to her, what are you nervous about? And she said, I'm nervous about walking in and I'm nervous about the classroom being different. And mm. but I thought, good for her for being able to mm. say that, because yeah. I think that is an only natural thing. Mm. Um, and uh, she is a very emotional little person, isn't she? Like she's the highs and lows of the <laughs> years. <laughs> extreme um yeah but it's one of those things isn't it you kind of feel a bit privileged when your kids say that stuff to you because you're like she could just be having another tantrum somewhere but actually the fact she could say that so so yes i think she has got a bit of nervousness but then i think three months to a four-year-old is a lifetime isn't it like it, it will just feel forever and so it doesn't surprise me at all so 
I'm sure she'll be shy going in next Monday, but I'm expecting that once she's in there, it's her same classroom. Yes, it'll look different. She's excited that we have to give her pat lunch rather than school lunch. Like that is probably what she's most excited about um, because she always wants pat lunch. And we're like, we haven't got time to make pat lunch. Have a school lunch. Um, school lunch so, is free. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah, so I think she's kind of a bit of a mix of her. She can't wait to see her friends. But she's now it's kind of a oh it's only four days away mm. she's like mm, just not sure about this yeah. but I think she'll be fine once she's done it the first time. I think our boys would be happy to go back if we told yeah. them they were going back next week. They joke about you know, they they quite like it at home you know they get a bit of an extra line in the morning when it's a break between work they all <laughs> sit together and play a game or watch the TV together for a bit. But I think they all they just all miss like I can't remember who said it they just miss that interaction. Just miss it. They miss yeah. their friend. They want to be back doing that, playing. You know, one of them said they don't mind the way they're doing the teaching. You know, it's all a little bit independent learning. But they they would prefer to have a teacher to talk to and telling would. them stuff. Um, and and the other things, you know, going back to normal, doing all they do. You know, their football teams at the weekend and doing all mm, that stuff that yeah. that you know loads of kids do do. Whatever other kids do, you know, playing an instrument or. Part of another group you know just for our boys they just want to go yeah. back doing their sport with their friends and would be yeah. they'd just be happy back in their school environment i think yeah mm -hmm. it's funny because i bet if you told especially secondary school kids a year ago they get three months off school i know they'd have thought it was the best thing in the world and um, actually yeah. the reality is i know very different if mm. you're not going to and you can't do any of the things that you want yeah. to do yeah. <laughs> yeah i was with a group of uh, year 11 pupils this afternoon um celebrating the end of their exams um or that would have been what we would have been doing because they would have all finished um this week um yeah. just reflecting on how you know if they've been told at any point prior to this that they wouldn't have to do their exams they'd have been quite pleased but now they feel like they've missed a whole chunk of life because yeah. they're working through secondary school so hard to get this exam and now the, the opportunity to actually prove they can do it has been taken away yeah uh, definitely you feel like there's a there's a hole there as well as the kind of leaving school things and the, the exciting fun mm. bits of it they actually missed the opportunity to, to prove they've you know they've earned it so they kind of feel like they're going to get the results without yeah. earning those results mm -hmm. but yeah that's where they are yeah thank you so much for listening to this podcast we really hope that you enjoyed it and that you found it helpful please remember to rate it and to share it and you can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Faze Hitchin to see what else we've got going on. And keep an eye out for our next episode coming soon.